It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two, one. Wonder Boy, what is the secret of your power? Find out tonight on Fragments of Silicon. Welcome to another installment of Fragments of Silicon. Uh, right. So, joining me this week are um, Galix. Hello. Eddie Fan. Yo. Twilight. Hey. And returning after a very, very long absence is Elemental Ogre. Clemency. <laughs> All right. 7,000 hit points. He's currently having some Yes, yes. Elementor Ogre is is accompanied by our guest tonight, Static. Um. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've been trying to work through this problem all, all throughout the pre-show, and we haven't quite nailed it down. We, we think it might be um, facial-related. Like, eh, probably just old shit. It's possible. It's possible. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, all right. So, um, before we get to the news, yeah. So, you might notice we don't have a guest this week. Um, you know, we were supposed to have Audi from Sekai Project back again. Uh, I sent him a few messages a couple of days ago. He never got back to me. It's not the first time this happened. He off travels and is probably at GDC, which is happening this week. I'm like. You know, he might get back to me once he sees the message. He might not. I mean, I'm not too worried about it. We've had him on the program a bunch of times, and we'll have him on again when it's more convenient. You know, but it's fine because, well, A, we didn't have a topic of discussion last week because of the very, very, very um, packed interview. So. And also, and, I'm back, and everyone wants to hear from me for half an hour. Yeah. It's also, well, I kind of need a light week myself because well i'll get to that in the news all right um well speaking of which ogre since you're returning after uh, seven months or however long it's been um you go first well let's see i had a bunch of teeth on the top of my mouth ripped out and i had a bunch of bottom teeth ripped out because they were rotting out which point to every kid out there who listens to this brush your fucking teeth 
I don't think I can stress that one hard enough. Let's see. Other than that, it's been a lot of boredom, boredom, boredom. Mixed in with a little more boredom. At least I gotta play a lot of games in between. I'm sure you've got, uh, you've got a lot of Dragon Quest time. Oh, yes. A lot of Dragon Quest. But, uh, let's see. Hopefully I should have my new teeth within the month, he says. I don't know, with some modicum of sarcasm in his voice at this point. Uh, let me see. Not much else, really, that I can think of. I know it's been seven months and everything, but I don't know. It's been a boring seven months. You just weren't doing a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't help when you have to spend a month or so going, ugh, painkillers away. But, uh, yeah, no, that was pretty much it. Alright. That I can think of. Well, um, how's the LP stuff going? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. It's kind of nice getting back in that flow. Despite yeah. color splashes, reputation. I'm honestly having fun with it. It helps playing it with Naka, but... Color Splash seems to be a better game. I mean, it's still using the... It's, yeah, it's still not up to Paper Mario original standards, but it's getting there. It, well, it's it's like, better. It's it's It implements the stuff that was in Sticker Star better than Sticker Star, it looks like. And it yeah. also remembered to have RPG mechanics, so there's a point to battle. You know. Oh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. there vaguely, but... It's better than what Sticker Star had, which was a literal nothing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's just, you know, they really needed to work, rework the thing for the bosses idea. Yeah, we finally did our first boss after, like, God, it felt like we did a quarter of the game out of nowhere. Yeah, the intro to this seems kind of long. But, uh, yeah. No, it's been, it's been fun and interesting. I'm definitely waiting to see what else it's got in store for us, but that's for when we get to it. Yep. Alright, um, Petty Fan, why don't you go next? Um, Petty Fan? Hello? Yeah. Alright, sorry about that. Did you have your mute mic'd? Maybe. Um, but yeah, Saturday in Final Fantasy fourteen, my group finally beat the boss we've been working on since December. So Did that you was go forward and back, and then forward and back, and then beat his fucking skull in, and then one foot forward. Yeah. And then one foot out, and then one foot in, and shake it all about. Well, no, the the uh, joke on that one is the song in that fight 
is basically just the vocals going forward and back and forward and back and something like that, you know? And then one foot forward. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we finally did that and went into the final section of Alexander Creator Savage and I got my ass handed to me. Literally, his tank busters hit for more health than I have, even with cooldowns, so that's going to be fun. And Ogre's still going through a tunnel. Um, outside of that... Just a tunnel? Yeah. So um, <laughs> um, let's see. I had to give my mom the last money I had in my bank account because she lost her gas card. That she uses to buy gas. So that's been fun being broke. Um, yeah. And just been like playing games and stuff. Alright, right, Gallic, you're up. Um, well, it's been an adjustment to my dad being retired uh, this week. Uh, he retired Friday at the end of last week and uh since then i've been dodging people with a really bad cold including him because he probably got it from a guy from work <laughs> on the party we had i was about to say Thursday. parting gift yeah so that guy at work has been out uh the office manager has been out and dad's been sick so i'm really hoping i don't get it but my throat's been starting to tickle tonight so i'm kind of worried about that because I don't want to have to take a week off work. Which is what it's shaping up to be at this point. Um, Fun. Have you been filming yourself getting sick? Um, not until like just this evening. And it's not bad, but I, my throat's been tickling and my head feels a little bit funny. Which can happen for other reasons, but you know. Yeah, it's, yeah you, you gotta watch that. Yeah, I've been trying to take emergency and vitamin D and other things to improve my immune system. Just been, like, eating whole oranges, whatever it takes. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, yeah, for a change, I have had some time to play one of the games for this week already. Uh, and I plan on trying to play a bit tomorrow or Friday, or possibly later tonight depending on how things go. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really been doing much Pokemon over this past week because I've been kind of busy with things. But, um, yeah, other than that, not a whole lot going on, I don't think. Alright, Twilight, you're up. Uh, no, not a lot going on here either, really. Just been working, playing games, and that's about it. Like, like four in place in the earth, probably. <laughs> yeah. Like, you are truly the rock of the group. <laughs> yeah. Something Looking about Kentucky. Way. Yeah. <laughs> right, so I guess it's my go. All right, where to start? Where to start? Where to start? Well, I know. Um, just got a new laptop. And I mean that literally. Like, it just showed up to my doorstop about a half an hour ago. Hmm. What laptop is it? Um, it's a Lenovo. Ooh. 
Um, Lenovo CPU Intel i5-6200U, uh, 2.3 gigs. Um, RAM, 8 gigs. Hard drive, 1 terabyte. Um, LAN, 100 meters to 1,000 meters. Um, it has a DVD rewritable drive on it, shockingly. Hey, I like my Blu-ray drive. <laughs> yeah. Well, you gotta understand, I got this for just under a little, uh, like, $500, so... Mm. Yeah. It's a budget laptop, but it's, like, twice as powerful as what I, uh, as my, um, five-and-a-half-year-old, uh, uh, laptop that I'm using right now. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I, I, I've been running up on, uh, you know... Um, problems running the games for the show. Um, Do you know what graphics card your new laptop has? This is a damn good computer. Don't. Just ignore okay? the voice. <laughs> See if you can't remove that later. I will. Right, anyway, display 17.3 HD plus LED. Uh, like... Probably 720p. Mm. Um, battery 4 cell, best Windows 10 home. Now, it's a budget laptop, but it's uh, it's twice as powerful as what I got uh, now. Mm. now. I'm concerned about the clock speed, but other than that, it's literally what I ordered. Mm -hmm. now, uh, just, I won't have time to dig into it. Weekend. Anyway, so while I gained the laptop, I lost a car. Because on Friday, Friday evening, um, I got into a car accident. I'd make an equivalent exchange joke, but that's not very equivalent. And I was about to say, I am probably not in good taste. No, it's like, no. You know, um, I'm fine for the most part. You know, I've got some bruises here and there, and um, you know, some sore spots, but they've been they've been healing. You know, I'm like, you know, it was a good accident in the sense that, as far as I know, nobody's been seriously injured. Like, I don't even know who the guy who hit me is. Like. The police were kind of sloppy in their um, groundwork. But, anyway, you know, um, was at the tow place yesterday. The, you know, the car's totaled. It, it, you know, going through all the paperwork on that. You know, point being, I'm going to be without a car for a while. Like, you know, um, top it off, I'm probably going to have to do some things like declare bankruptcy because, well, my debts are such that I could not afford a car payment at such a time. But, it, like, that's the kind of thing that's been kind of in the works already. So, you know, don't... I'm not too worried about it. I mean, as far as the car goes, um, it was paid off like almost a year ago. So, it could so, be you far have, That's not a so, you, so you won't have to keep paying for a pile of scrap in a junkyard somewhere. No, no, no. Like, 
I can walk away clean, so to speak. Like, you know, as far as my insurance goes, well, the car was under my mother's insurance because um, the way the, the the way the car was structured is kind of weird because it used to be my brother's car and they co-owned it and then, you know, they had to work that and I took over the payments, but we hadn't got yet gotten around to getting my name onto the car itself. So, you know, that's a whole thing. You know, uh, you know, as far as the, you know, the, you know, it's like working through the insurance and t taking care of that, you know, it, most of that stuff should be taken care of sooner or later from what I'm told sooner rather than later you know I, you know it's like um, the check will be cut um, I'm not exactly sure when I still got to take care of the tickets or the citation I got uh, you know it's like I was asked about it and they found me at fault of course you know was a bit emotionally perturbed at the time because you know I just got hit But whatever. Well, like I said, you know, if things sound a bit vague, it's because, well, you know, this happened less than a week ago and, you know, just working through it. Mm -hmm. And um, well, like I said, I'm trying to find the words for how I feel right now because it's kind of weird. Like, I don't feel any profound sense of change, for example. You know how some people get into an accident and uh, find that? Mm -hmm. I think that might be related to how fine I came out. Yeah. Like, like how fine everyone came out. Like, the other guy was walking around, you know, he was like more cognizant than I was. Mm -hmm. oh, like, yeah, I mean, I could have died. Someone else could have died. You, know, you could have took out a street lamp or something like that. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I could have gotten paralyzed. You know, all that shit could have happened, but didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, in fact, like, uh, like my mother's car accident two and a half years ago was much worse. You know, she, I think it took her a good six months to recover from that. Mm. Uh, because she had, like, uh, deep, soft tissue damage. Oh. Mm. I mean, I, you know, it's like, I've been dealing with a lot of soreness and stiffness. Yeah, your issues are more, um, like, emotional and yeah. stuff like that. As far and, as and, the, and financial, but you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it'll all be worked out. I'm like, there's the other car, um, you know, that there is another car that I have access to. So, you know, I, I'm not worried about not having a vehicle. As far as the other car goes, I don't think I I, I really didn't have the emotional attachment that um that same. Um, mother did because you know she went in with my brother on that and had that a lot. You know, it's like I uh, dealt with that a lot lo longer than I did. 
know, plus the car never really felt like mine because, you know, you know, like when you get like, for example, with the insurance and all that stuff, it's not really my responsibility because, you know, insurance follows the owner of the car, not the driver. Yeah, my car is technically my mom's also. You know, it's like that kind of deal. I mean, make no mistake. Obviously, I wish the accident hadn't happened. And obviously, I wish I still had my car. But, you know. be a lot worse. Like, you could be without a car and without working legs. I'm like, or, you know, it's like I could be paralyzed from the neck down. Kind of. Like, you know, it's like, you know, the uh, the guy could have got, like, the other guy, the guy still seriously injured. But as far as I know, um, he seems to be fine. Like, I mean, I haven't heard anything on that. You know, like, I, you know, as far as, say, getting sued or anything, I, like, I guess he's welcome to try and get the nothing he will see nothing I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, carefully, uh, carefully, might get your Steam account. Yeah, you know, the point being, yeah, if I don't exactly have a lot in the way of assets, right? Like, other would be a different because she, uh, you know, like, I don't know, but... You know, she also knows a good lawyer because she went through, you know, she went through an accident not too long ago and, you know, would be able to take care of that. So, yeah, that's kind of the situation as it is right now. Standpoint is pretty bad. Um, somewhere, uh, somewhere around the door, like, you know, like, um, one of the things did in the car was the axle, but that was probably by hitting the medium, mm. you know, rather than the actual car itself. Mm-hmm. But... But yeah, I'm alive. I'm doing reasonably well. You know, I was, I was still feeling you know, like major injuries, you know, off kilter injuries. You know, get some medical attention, but that hasn't happened. I said, dropping pain on my side that's been you know, generally receding. It, it's just been annoyances rather than anything else. Mm-hmm. Right. So with that soliloquy out of the way, um, we can actually get back to the show. Probably gonna have to repeat this shit for MSP. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so this week we are talking about Wonder Boy and its assorted um, tangled webs. 
So, where to start with this? Alright. So At the beginning? Uh, well, yeah, we were supposed to talk about this last week, but our Owlboy um, retrospective postmortem thing spanned um, the ho whole show. And therefore, we can get to the topic. Yeah. And it looked like this was going to take two episodes anyway to get through because um, it's probably going to take about a half an hour just untangling the fucking history of this thing. Mm -hmm. the, it's anything but straightforward. In mm -hmm. fact, you might want to get a flow chart out and start writing shit down because <laughs> it's going to get complicated. <laughs> Which is weird because it's a pretty simple series in terms of gameplay. Mm -hmm. I, um, Although Wonder some Boy, vary, obviously. Yeah, it's like I know we got some Wonder Boy footage playing in the um, video window. Wonder Boy uh, three. Uh, which one? I'd been meaning to ask um, about that. That is an excellent question. One second. I'd been meaning to ask about that. Actually, the way that you're playing it includes the faux CRT thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Wonder Boy three Monster Layer. That's one of two Wonder Boy 3 games. We'll get into that in a bit. Because, jeez. Oh, All right. So the original Wonder Boy um, was created in 1986 um, by, a by a duo called... Uh... Actually, I think it was a trio. Or it was like... I think Wonder Boy was created by two people, but there were three people working there. No, it doesn't matter. Um, they were called Escape, and they created the uh, original Wonder Boy. Um, then they became Weston. Mm -hmm. And uh, the original Wonder Boy was a side-scrolling platform for the arcade. Like, um, it was a pretty simple affair. You ran... Um, you, ran you run the... left, you have an assortment, or run right, you have an assortment of projectile weapons. Uh-huh. Uh, and um, you and uh, basically you have to keep collecting fruit because otherwise your time meter will run out and you will lose a lose a life or whatever. Right. And you get things like stone axes, boomerangs, and skateboards. Like... I was wondering, I couldn't remember if the skateboards were in the first game. They were. Well, it depends on what version you play, apparently. Right. But, this, you know, it's important to note this because um, many people have played this game, but not as Wonder Boy. Because um, this is kind of the start of the convoluted history here, because um, the rights issues surrounding the game were such that Sega owned the name and the characters of Wonder Boy, but the design of the game itself and the code, that was Westone. Mm -hmm. And what they did there is they licensed that to a concern called Hudson. Like, Which, if you don't know who Hudson is, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. so Hudson... Um, then put their own characters in, um, Master Higgins was his name, <laughs> and created Adventure Island. 
Master Higgins is a caveman, and otherwise he's completely identical to the guy from Wonder Boy. Right. And indeed, outside of the characters, they are the same game. Like, literally the same game. It's just... They they needed to create something for their own um, uses. And before anyone asks, um, no, the only connection between Wonder Boy and Adventure Island is the first game. There Except are... for the fact that I think one of the later Wonder Boy games was named Adventure Island in Japan or something. Um, yes, it was, but that was totally unrelated. Right, no, it's it's just even more confusing because... Right, we'll get to that when we get to that. Mm-hmm. You know, point being is, you know, Wonder Boy and Adventure Island both started, you know, as literally the same thing, just, you know, with some tweaks and changes. And it was a... Like, and anyone who's played the first Adventure Island or Wonder Boy or wh- whatever you want to call it, it's a pretty all right platformer, but honestly, I I never thought it was all that good. Mm-hmm. Like, am I the only one who played the original game? Here? I've played a little bit of the original a long time ago. Fair enough. Like, I think I was like borrowed it from a friend. I don't think I've ever actually played any of these. But I've yeah. seen Let's Plays of a few of them, and I was really interested in Inve- Super Adventure Island 2 and sad that I never got to rent it, but... Oh, yeah, God. I never got around to that one either. But... That Apparently can't... it changes the formula a lot, and some people don't like it, but it seemed neat. It's one of the few games that did in the Adventure Island line... Um, but, you know, anyway, in regards to Wonder Boy, in addition to being an arcade title, it, it was ported to quite a few systems that weren't the NES, you know, as Wonder Boy. Um, it saw release on the Master System, SG-1000, and various, like, computers. You know, mm-hmm. like, like, Sega would license their games to various European concerns to to put on, you know, microcomputers. Because mm-hmm. consoles weren't as big as microcomputers were over there. Yeah. Oh, uh, believe it or not, Sega actually licensed uh, some of their arcade games to appear on the NES. Mm-hmm. You know, like Fantasy I... Zone. Yeah, and I think... Didn't OutRun also get an appearance on the NES? OutRun, I think it might, but I know, like, um... um... Oh, oh, Altered Beast also got a port to the NES. Mm. You know, and, um... Spoilers, the Genesis version is a superior version. Yeah, and, and like, Space Harrier saw a, uh, Genesis, uh, saw an NES version. For being allegedly the same power, there are different things that the SNES and the Genesis are good at, so... Yet with Wonder Boy, yet with Wonder Boy, um... Uh, Hudson couldn't get Sega to budge on on the characters, so they created their own. Mm-hmm. This is kind of important because, you know, I don't know if you want to call it an ironic twist or whatever, 
Um, the series that went on to mostly preserve the style of gameplay of the original Wonder Boy game was Adventure Island. Not yeah, one... that's the that's the one that had the caveman instead of Wonder Boy skateboarding and chucking things at people and collecting fruit. Right, because the very next game was was the creation of the. I hesitate to use the word, but it's like the sub franchise. It's Wonder Boy in Monsterland, in which you get to play as lots of different things. Right. Which are either transformations of Wonder Boy or friends, I think, depending on the game somewhat. Yeah. I think they're all transformations. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like, and this is really the gameplay style that the Wonder Boy series is known for. The Metroidvania-esque um, action RPG thing. Rather than the, um, you know, the much simpler platform mechanics of the hmm. first game. You know, admittedly, I st though the first Monsterland game is pretty obscure. Didn't um, Naka Let's well, Play that, or that's something I, I, else I'm thinking at, of? Oh. Um, that's the next game in the series. Ah. You know, it's like, you know, the, you know, Wonder Boy and Monsterland doesn't get talked about a lot, honestly. Mm. Uh, and I'll admit, I, I've never played this one. Um... I haven't played any of, like, the Master System um, Wonder Boy games. Mm -hmm. no. But, um, I think but I think this was actually, um, first an arcade game, believe it or not. Um, mm. I do wish I could speak more on what, what, um, this one was, but, like I said, this is probably, um, the least played of the Wonder Boy and Monsterland series, maybe not the Monsterland series, but um, more on that, like, like I said, this is just a, a very complicated history. Mm -hmm. yeah. And because next up we have um, two Wonder Boy 3 games. <laughs> Alright. Which, you know, it's like I don't know exactly how this happened because the Japanese didn't screw this up. It's for basically once. one. It's basically one for the arcade and one for the consoles, right? Right. right. Well, Wonder Boy Three Monster Lair. Um, the one Penny uh, Fan is playing now. Yes. And this failing horribly one, at. <laughs> yeah. Um. This. Uh. This is like the last Wonder Boy game that tried to retain the old sense of direction, and tried to do something new as well. Because Wonder Boy, th uh, uh, Wonder Boy Three Monster Slayer is not only uh, returning back to the side-scrolling, timed platforming of the first game, but it fuses for whatever reason with a um, sh with a uh, horizontal shmup style. Yeah, was it the second half of each stage yeah. of the world? You're, you're flying on a pink thing. Admittedly, it, it, it's something that uh, I don't think the Adventure Island series tried, <laughs> but you know, I played this one. I don't like it very much. Yeah, this one's kind of clunky. Yeah, it's like it, it, well, that's also why I didn't get into the original Adventure Island. It, like clunkiness kind of defined it. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if something's uh, just a little bit above you, I'm screwed. I either have to get, like, some sort of a mini hop going, or just pray I can get out of the way. Yeah. But, and, uh, this also showed up on the PC Engine CD-ROM system. It's actually one of the very, very first CD-ROM games ever produced. Oh. I mean, like, ever yeah. produced. Because the PC Engine CD-ROM system was the first CD-ROM system ever. Mm -hmm. oh. And this is, a, I think this was a either a launch title or a near-launch title for the Japanese um, PC Engine CD-ROM system. And um, how the game fared on that system, well, it's pretty much the same, but with better music. Yeah, because CD-quality audio. Yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, also keep in mind, given that this is like uh, around the literal birth of, of this medium, they really didn't know what to do with all that space. They really didn't know what to do with, you know, anything. So it was just, no, yeah, the most thing in a lot of early CD games that took up space was, uh, I know, CDs do music good, so that. Yeah. Believe me, it's not the worst use. Cause especially because um, CDs for gaming was in its infancy, so they didn't want to, you know, make a whole bunch of new content and the thing flop. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, shifting over to the other Wonder Boy 3 game, The Dragon's Trap, um, here's what it's known in, at, here, here's what it's known in Japan. Monster World 2, The Dragon's Trap. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's even here, it's Monsuda Warudo Su Dragon no. Yeah. Here, you Yeah, Dragon no Wana. Dragon no Wana. Which, it's yeah, like it's this. Monster World 2, The Dragon's Trap. Yes. So... Because the first Wonder Boy game was not in Monster World, it was Wonder Boy on Island with Skateboards and Fruit. Right. So, I don't know how Sega of America screwed, or Sega of Europe, whoever it was, they just dropped the ball here, because we have a Wonder Boy 3 game, it's not this. <laughs> this is Monster World 2, which makes sense because it's literally a direct sequel to the first game uh, of uh, Monster World. You know, like, it did the Symphony of the Night thing well before Symphony of the Night was ever a thing, where, the where you start out at the end of the last game and, uh -huh. you know, you know, you take down the final boss, the Mecha Dragon, only afterwards you're cursed. And your, you know, your goal in this game, as the name would suggest, is to, well, free yourself from the curse. And, I don't know, oddly enough, like, when people talk about the Wonder Boy franchise, they're talking about this game specifically. You know, and I have yet to 
really find out why. I mean, maybe it was because of the the, the TurboGrafx 16 engine game, because um, once again, uh, this was subject to the Hudson restructuring, let's call it. Um, Hudson released a uh, a version of this game called the Dragon's Trap, I believe. Or, <laughs> no, it was Dragon's Curse. Yeah, the Dragon's Trap is the actual name. The Dragon's Curse is the TG-16 name. It's hard to keep these things straight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, the Dragon's Curse name translates into uh, Adventure Island in Japan. <laughs> be, be, because we we didn't think it was complicated enough. Yeah, it's like Aro Bentia Er Anado. Airando, yeah. yeah. How, like, I'm doing my best here. No, it's fine. Yeah. But, and I bring this up because, um, if you listened to our interview with FDG last week, um, you know, their Monster Boy game is based off of this uh, specific title. And an outfit called Lizard Cube, trying to get them on the show, but, you know, it hasn't taken hold yet. They're doing a full-on remake of Wonder Boy 3 The Dragon's Trap. Like, it's the actual game. Mm-hmm. And apparently that has to do with Sega no longer having the rights to the series. Yeah, that's, and that that one looks interesting. The most unique thing about it is that you can dynamically during gameplay switch between the modern graphics and the original 8-bitty graphics. Right. It's not the first time I've seen that trick, but it's been a while since I've seen that, you know, classic to modern shift. Also, especially being able to do it dynamically, I don't know if I've ever seen but you probably watch more than I do, so. Well, I mean, it, it, like, I remember R-Type um, for the Xbox 360 did that, for example. There was an R-Type on the 360? Yes, there was. It was a compilation of R-Type 1 and 2. Um, graphics shifted from modern to um, arcade with a press of a button. Um, the Monkey Island game, Special Editions, did the shift from uh, modern to classic. Is it, it's a trick I've seen before, mm-hmm. but it's uh, not a trick I've seen um, lately. Like, I think Grim Fandango did it. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, Grim Fandango did it. I, as well. Like I said, and I'm sure there's other games that uh, are doing it as well. Mm-hmm. The point is, it's not a new trick, but it's an appreciated one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyway, and this is the game that really codified um, Wonder Boy in Monster Land um, type of gameplay. You know, with different forms that are able to access different areas to collect things or get power-ups. And I believe this is one of the ones that had uh, equipable, like, variable equipment. Like, you can get different swords and shields and stuff. Right, and e- each had their um, own um, strengths and weaknesses. Like, um, only the Q 
human form or the lizard man could crouch, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, some forms could only open doors. Like some forms could only only some forms could hold the shield and the sword, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. You know, you had to balance it out. And I'm not sure if it's the best of the series. But uh, it's certainly I, it's iconic in the series. Yeah, it's, it's certainly the iconic representative um, for Wonder Boy. Why is it? I couldn't tell you why, but it is there. Well, it looks like it's probably partially because it really defined the for or it codified the formula. Because previous games have some things like that, but not all of it. Yeah. And like you said, the one that came right before it, the uh, Monster Lair one, was significantly... Uh, or, yeah. 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 And I'll note um, um, the Wonder Boy 3 that Petty Fan's been playing, that got a release on the Genesis. Um, Which is, in fact, the version... I guess it might be Master System. No, 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 no that is Genesis, because th- there are no Master System games on Steam. Mm-hmm. You know, which is why um, the first three, you know, the um, first two Monster World games aren't there. Ah, okay. But the third one is because that was made for the Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Petty Fan's going to flip to that one because I know he has it. Um, the third one. Yeah, um, Wonder Boy in Monster World. That's what and I just booted up. Or as it, um, in Japan, it's Wonder Boy 5, Monster World 3. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because we tra- that's a good way to name your things. Well, we were trying to figure out how this came about because, you know, the naming conventions are really, really screwed up here. I think name- screwed up might actually be an understatement. Yeah. Oh, and it gets better because... Um, well, it's like I haven't even mentioned some of the other things, like, you know, Back to Dragon's Curse, um, Dragon's Trap, whatever you want to call it. Um, there's a Brazilian version of the game. Um, it got reskinned into a licensed game called, um, yeah. Oh, Bikuri Man World? That one? No, 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 no. Oh, no. that's a different one. Yeah. Um, Terma de Monica im... Emo Resigate. Yeah. yeah, I don't know Portuguese that well, so I don't know exactly what that is aiming for. Yeah, um, yeah. it's based off um, it's based off the Brazilian comic book series Monica's Gang. Um, Terma de Monica. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm like, I'm guessing they they probably just replaced the sprites with Monica characters. I, I don't know since you know not Brazilian. But, yeah, there's another version for you. Yeah. Um, the Kuriman world, I believe, is Mo- Wonder Boy and Monster World. Right. Which is another licensed, I think, version that was in Japan. Yeah. The Kuriman was, is a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, 
Yeah, and Mon Wonder Boy Monster World was brought once again, noticing a pattern here. Uh, once again, hit the turbo. This this time, this one hit the turbo duo. Um, as the dynastic hero. Because, of course. Because who says names have to be related to each other? <laughs> well, it's like, I think they they use generified versions of the Bakuriman world characters over here. Yeah. I, I, it must be TurboGrafx players or PC Engine players that had the worst of it. Since, like, every game that was localized from the series that was localized, that was localized as a different franchise. Yeah. I'm like... Now, I don't think. Now, unlike the um, previous, like I don't think this one actually has anything directly to do with the um, previous installments. Or if they are, they're um, they're kind of, they're definitely obscure. Like, but I remember playing this a few years ago. Yeah, this is one of the this is one of the two Wonder Boy games you can actually get on Steam. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, um, I guess I categorize it as more of the same. Really. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, uh, it it's basically, you know, what you experienced in the Dragon's Trap, only you know, better sound and graphics because it's on a more powerful system. But, you know, it, it, it really wasn't breaking the mold in terms of design. Here. Now, I, like I said, I wish I had more to say about this, but... You know. It's a game that exists? <laughs> well, it... it, it plays like the other installments in its series is what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and it, there was a Master System version. Just um, wouldn't recommend playing that because you know, it's, it's a literal cut-down version of, uh, of its bigger brother. You know, shorter stages and the like. That happened... That happened a lot. Mm -hmm. <sighs> um, and yeah, apparently this was turned into another Monica game. Well, but because Brazil gone Brazil. So, uh, and then we come to the last, the classic line, which is simply called Monster World Four. I'm like. Because this one doesn't store star Wonder Boy, it stars a Wonder Girl. Yep, I, you know, it's, uh, I'm like, it's officially the part where the two um, franchises or whatever you want to call them in relation to each other diverge. Because this is not Wonder Boy Six, because they're, they're taking that title very literally. Mm. Now, admittedly, now Monster World Four I've never played. It's not from a lack of want either, because 
Okay. Monster World 4 was a game that you needed to know Japanese um, yeah. to get around it. It no, never it got localized. Was, was never localized and has enough stuff in the game that you actually have to be able to read to figure out? Yes. You know, it was pretty notorious for that. Like, if you wanted to play... I remember being told it's like, if you wanted to play Monster World 4, you kind of have to be fluent in Japanese. Because it, it... And... Monster World 4 is... Um, very influenced by Aladdin. Might, Just a no, little bit. You know, it's like... That might seem a bit surprising, considering, you know... It, it, it stars a girl, but, you know, if you actually see the game and, you know, like, she's a genie and it's it's out of Arabian Nights and all that stuff now. Like, and keep in mind, this game was released, like, two years after the movie Aladdin came out, so not, you know, not coincidental, I'm thinking. Mm. Possible. You know, fortunately, Monster World 4 is playable if you have a console. Mm -hmm. So, back in 2012, Sega finally got around to translating Monster World 4 into English, and it's available on the Wii, uh, premiered there first, um... And then uh, it's remember also back. Remember back on the Wii when the Virtual Console had butt tons of random like Genesis and Master System and PC Engine games. Those were good days. Anyway, um, but it's also on the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3, and, and it's fully translated on all three of those systems. Why it didn't come to the PC? Once again, I don't know, but. No. Might be a rights thing, maybe. Who knows? I I, I don't think it's a rights thing, uh, be, you know, because, like I said, and it's not even like an emulation issue because they actually released this on, you know, on all three systems. Mm -hmm. You know, now in regards to actually playing the games, um, you know, the complete sets. Um, the only way to do that digitally is via the Wii Virtual Console. So, you'll need a Wii or a Wii U. Uh, hey, yeah. I can actually do that. Yeah, it's like you can switch the Wii U into Wii mode. And because, you know, the Wii, the Wii Virtual Console still exists. And, I, and the interesting thing is, not only can you get the entire Wonder Boy series, but you can get the... You can get all of the all of the Hudson spin-offs as well. Adventure <laughs> Island's there, um, the Dynastic Heroes there, and Dragon's Trap is there. No, I don't know why. Uh, no, actually, I do know why that happened. It's because um, Hudson and Sega are separate companies, and you know they make those decisions independent of one another. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> 
And then there's the Adventure Island series. So, as I mentioned, the first game is, you know, outside of the characters, it is the first Wonder Boy game. Mm-hmm. The second Adventure Island game is not. It is not based off of any of the Wonder Boy games. Yeah. It is a pretty well, pretty much designed as a sequel that more plays more like the first one than the second Wonder Boy game does, though. Yeah. It, it basically put its own spin on the, um, on the Wonder Boy, I hesitate to say formula, but the first uh, Wonder Boy gameplay. And honestly improved it. With the addition of dinosaurs. <laughs> Everything's better with dinosaurs. Which makes sense, because remember, Adventure Island is caveman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's like... Also, since... Um, there were some design changes as well. Like, some... Uh, like... Uh, like, there are no more check checkpoints in a stage. Um, but that's because the stages have been reworked to fit console parameters. You know, Mm -hmm. the original Adventure Island, Wonder Boy, whatever you want to call it, had eight very long stages because arcade game. Mm, Um, Quarters. Yeah, want to eat all them quarters. Yes. So the second Adventure Island game has a lot more stages. They're shorter, so they don't need checkpoints. Anyway, so, with that in mind, the dinosaurs are really the big change in dynamic. And not just because um, they provide an extra hit. These are, they're, they're basically riding pets, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, think, say, like, Kirby Streamland 2 or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like uh, you find this, uh, a suit of cards... Um, there's like the blue dinosaur that um, uh, has a tail attack, the red uh, dinosaur that has the fire attack, and can also go into lava. There's and the, the yellow lava. dinosaur that makes dangerous but tiny sand clouds when he lands with his mouth full. Um, that was a Yoshi joke. And there's the pterodon, which can fly, which is your flying dinosaur. And there's your uh, and there's the um, Ezeosaurus or whatever. Um, there's the swimming dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not a big shift in gameplay, but you know it it's an interesting it's an interesting addition that kind of fits thematically, and it gives you a little bit more variation in what you're doing than just uh, run right and throw stuff at things and collect fruit. And, you know, as far as the plot of Adventure Island, it really does, like... There's a plot? (laughs) Higgins' girlfriend has been kidnapped again. Go rescue her from whatever. Yeah, the plot of Adventure Island is pretty much the same no matter what what the game. Like, Master Higgins' girlfriend of the week has been kidnapped. Go rescue her. No, no, seriously, like, like. Yeah. 
Um, Mario Soldier. Anyway, um, then there was Adventure Island 3, which admittedly I never played because, well, it came out in like 1992, and by that point I had well moved on to the Super NES. Most people had. In fact, like Adventure Island 2 or Adventure Island 3 is one of the last NES games to be produced. And it's a lot more incremental than its predecessor. Um, that is to say, they really don't... It's mostly another one. Yeah. It's like reading up on it, um, they added some things like um, he can crouch, um, can't backtrack, and um, the big thing is like this new green Triceratops thing. Back in the NES day, his <laughs> crouching was an innovation. Yeah, like gets new weapons. It's very—it's a very much an incremental, you know, upgrade. Now the real shift was in Adventure Island Four. Yes, there was an Adventure Island Four. We never got it because it was released in 1994. For the uh, Famicom. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's an that's e That's even later. Yeah, it, in fact, it is like maybe the last Famicom game, or certainly close to it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's the uh, final official family computer game in Japan. And yeah, it, it's not hard to see why it didn't come out here. I mean... Weren't we getting ready for um, N64 near that point? No, we, we were getting, like, the last um, NES games that year. Um, you know, the likes of Mega Man 6 and Star Tropics 2 and Wario mm. Woods came out that year, but... Yeah. Um... By this point, there wasn't even like a Hudson USA anymore. <laughs> and it's not hard to see, you know, and it wasn't like Adventure Island was Mega Man. <laughs> yeah, Mega Man, well, Mega, Man, Mega Man's evolution is a lot more gra gradual than you think of it as, but the core gameplay never really changed much. But but, I was anyway, more talking the, about popularity, I think. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. So, here's the big thing about Adventure Island 4. This is the one that actually um, aged the Wonder Boy series in terms of design. It's, you know, it's that Metroidvania style thing. And um, your animal buddies kind of function as different forms here. Mm -hmm. it, it's it, it's much closer to the Monster World games than previous entries. Although, once again, nothing direct. Like, by this point, um, Adventure Island is well established as its own thing. Mm -hmm. Like, in fact, even though this is the uh, Adventure Island 4, it's only the fourth Adventure NES game. I've actually skipped over two entries. Because they appeared on other systems. 
because of course they did. You know, that's the first Super Adventure Island. Um, I remember playing this back in the day, and I can tell you right now, it was basically Adventure Island, like the original Adventure Island, but on a um, Super NES. Oh, so, man. I understand it's actually one of the better playing ones in the series, though. Oh, yeah, it played well. It's just um, all of the additions that had been um, piled on in the NES version um, kind of just stripped away. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'm like... It's basically a better-sounding, better-looking Adventure Island game. That, that, that's Which, of course, would really appeal to some. I can, Yeah, that's really the, all I can come up with in terms of, um, like, reviewing. Uh, you know, it's, like, also a pretty unusual soundtrack, but that's mainly because he used a Kashiro. And there was also New Adventure Island. Yes, well before Nintendo abused the um, word, we had Hudson. Uh, admittedly, I've never played this particular one because it was TurboGrafx-16. Um, but... Once again, I, it's comparable to Super Adventure Island in that it's Adventure Island, just prettier. Now, it, it looks better, it sounds better than the original Adventure Island games. Once again, it has none of the NES evolutions. It's, it's you know... It, so no it, dinosaurs? It, yeah. Dinosaurs don't really return after the NES um, games. I don't know, you know, I'm not sure why. Kind of a but, shame, although there isn't that much more of it, I don't think, so. Yeah. Then there's Super Adventure Island 2. Um, yeah, this is the, you know, this is the other, well, Wonder Boy-esque. Yeah, uh, it's got an yeah. overworld map, and you go between different islands, and then on the islands there are, like hidden passages that connect to the other islands and like you get swords and armor and shields and stuff even though you're a caveman although admittedly you've always been a caveman wearing a pretty modern looking hat right the the difference is um there's an over there's an overworld map and you can get random encounters i think zelda 2 mm-hmm like, you know, if you've seen Naka's Let's Play, um, you'll know. I'll, I'll be honest, I really can't recommend Naka's Let's Play of Super Adventure Island 2 because he did it in, like, 2008. Yeah. yeah it's like, early is pretty rough. I think he'll be the first one to say that. Yeah. I remember watching that one, although I don't remember how it was. I mean, I, I don't think it was, like, particularly boring or anything but no. it's certainly a very different game yeah well i think even naka said that's one of the few games is on the re-let's play list for yeah, obvious reasons 
right next to the hole mm-hmm. where Kirby Superstar isn't because they re- they did Superstar Ultra or whatever. Yeah, believe it or not, this is not a, this is actually not the last. Um, oh right. <laughs> so you probably y'all probably missed this one, but um, there is an like. Um, Hudson Soft released an Adventure Island game for the WiiWare service. It's called oh Adventure God. Island uh, The Beginning. One of the, like, five games actually released for the WiiWare service. I'm kidding, there are more than that, but... There was plenty of WiiWare games. Just... Oh, right, I'm thinking of DSiWare. Yeah. The Wii- WiiWare had enough, never mind. Yeah, I'm like... It, you know... It's, I think he, uh, like, a, I want to say it's a remake, or at the very least, it's a reboot of the, you know, of the series, you know, once again, you know, formula. yeah, it's like, Hudson just, like, going back to the classic style, you know, I, I, I don't know why. I'm like, and it's hard to say um, if they would have evolved or changed or whatever had there been more of these on the WiiWare service, but, you know, wrong, yeah, it's not a very good-looking game, I'll have to say that. No, in fact, it's, it's pretty butt-ugly. Is this one of those ones where they tried to do a 2D platformer with... Uh... 3D graphics and it looks kind of crummy. Uh, mm. 2.5D. And when you don't do that right, it looks bad. Uh. Well, the, I think the worst thing about that kind of thing is that in a lot of games, the original versions relied a lot on like pixel accuracy for jumps and stuff, and that doesn't work so well with models. Plus, with model static poses, look way more awkward. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, idle animations look really weird in this kind of game sometimes. So. So yeah, obviously that didn't catch on very well on account of there don't seem to have been more of them. Probably the best. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, if, so, if there had been, and, it would be nice if they'd gone back to some of the other stuff like the dinosaurs or. Yeah. Anything. I'll be honest. I, you know, I liked it more when they went their own way, like rather than rehashing the, you know, you know, not bad but you know pretty basic gameplay of the first. Wonderful game, but I guess on the other hand, yeah, there's some limit to the appeal of run. On the other hand, um, Adventure Island really made that style of play its own because Wonder Boy only revisited that that gameplay style once, and that was um, with Wonder Boy three, and even then. They had they fused it with um, side-scrolling action. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know why some of these happened. 
hopefully the creators could tell us. But, yeah. So, and this is why this series was going to take two episodes. Because if you manage to follow all of that... I'm Congratulations. Gonna... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you're lying. <laughs> you're lying and you had a spreadsheet <laughs> underneath the table? Yeah. Or a flowchart or whatever. No, seriously. It, it's pretty convoluted. Um, though, in terms of, like, gameplay and all that stuff, a really fantastic series as well. I, I recommend it. Adventure Island, um, depends on the game. Like, I'd recommend the later NES versions or, you know, Super Adventure Island 2. I think you can get that on the virtual console. Hmm. And when, when is Monster Boy coming out? Monster Boy? We don't the, know. Ah. So, yeah. in the future. Yeah. We don't know when um, the remake is coming out either. They are coming out sometime, hopefully, before the heat death of the universe. Yeah. They, they should be out this year. Right. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. Uh, so that'll about do it for another installment of Fragments of Silicon. Um, be sure to join us, uh, you know, about 40 minutes um, for uh, another episode of uh, Moonhawk Studios Presents. I'm like, not really sure what... Uh, I'm guessing Max going to have more updates on the motion comic, because... That seems to be his main project right now. Considering the Indiegogo campaign has pretty much fallen flat on its face about as hard as it could. Mm -hmm. Like, I, yeah, not ha that that hang on, that hmm? like twenty percent thing is kind of kind of a stiff requirement, I guess, or a stiff uh, wall. I don't know. It's been a while since I checked. Because there, there was, like, literally no movement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not doing much. There's still time for miracles, but miracles is miracles. No shit. Like, um... It's at $381. It's been like that for, what, over a week? Like Something like that. It's still got three weeks to go, but I don't I don't see it pulling seventeen percent here. No, that's the plan is to land us right and make a miracle happen. Yeah, one of us win the lottery and we become Mac the best friend of all best friends. Yeah, it's like I mean, not even being pessimistic, it's being realistic. Mm-hmm. You know? mm -hmm. I have not seen this thing move in so long. Like, like nobody. That, that is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, anyway, so coming up, coming up throughout the week, 
Sunday reviews. We've got um, we've got reviews of games of uh, Neverend, which is a recently released roguelike, and uh, Vive La Raw. Um, let's just call it a puzzle game centered ar- like centered around the uh, French Revolution. Only you're trying to save the king. Which is hard, because everybody wants to kill the king. Well, yeah, he's actually up for execution, and that, that's literally what you're trying to do. You're trying to save him before he gets his head cut off. Anyway, um, and coming up next week, we'll be having Trevor McLessey of Gigatross Games. Admittedly, I haven't done a lot of research into Gigatross yet. I've kind of been a busy uh, week. Mm-hmm. It's also, um, well, they're, they're a replacement guest for somebody else who had to switch up and all that stuff. As so, happens. Yeah. So until next time, I wish you good gaming. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.